Okay, so good evening. Today is January 30th. So the end of the month. I feel like for me, it went by very fast. And it's been pretty good so far. Can't really complain. Um, and I hope that everyone else has been having a good month, good week. And I wanted to talk about, just because I do focus on um, mental health, I wanted to talk about seasonal depression, kind of explain what it is for those who are not familiar with it, and just some tips that I found online from research just to help those who might be dealing with it, and um, just an overall overview of what it means, like what it is and everything. So hopefully it's helpful. Even if it's not you, it might be somebody that you can that recognize that you recognize in your friends or family group um, that might be dealing with it in ways to help them and just to have an overall knowledge of it, you know, because it's something that definitely can affect us, especially those who live in cold climates right now with the snow and the weather changing and the daylight savings and everything. So those, all those things play a role, but also just like, could be just in your, your, um, your hereditary like um, system, you know, it's just something that can affect anyway. So I figure I'd give some information about it and it kind of ties to the next episodes. And I'm trying to like make sure that things connect. So, um, I just wanted to talk about seasonal depression. So let me get into what I have here. I'm going to read a couple of things, talk about it, and then go from there. Just like I usually do. So <clears throat> people think depression means you're sad and crying all the time. Depression for me is being stuck in the twilight zone. I can't think, I don't respond to things. Nothing is interesting, I just feel empty. Not sad, just blank. I have a lot of days like this and they are hard. So these are just, some of these are just posts of people discussing depression. And this is definitely a side effect of depression. like. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's just visibly sad. It could just be, like it says, like you're kind of stuck in the twilight zone. You can't really do, can't really think or respond to stuff. You're just, nothing's really interesting. You don't necessarily have harmful thoughts. It's just, you just kind of feel empty. And that can just be, a lot of things can contribute to that, you know? Um, it could just be that you do have depression, um, or it could just be things in your life that are causing you to feel depressed. Um, so there's a lot of different things. And, uh, if you are feeling like this, don't feel like you're alone. There's a lot of people who go through this. And if you feel like you need help, definitely, um, you can reach out to your your doctor or if you have a therapist or just talk to your friends and family and ask them for help. Um, but just don't 
try not to be alone with it and think that something is wrong. So another post that um, says, depression affects your memory. Forgetfulness, confusion, difficulty to focus. You're stressed with anxiety and it can cause you to get easily frustrated and not be able to think clearly. Handle those dealing with this with care and patience. When you're feeling anxious, remember that you're still you. You are not anxiety. Whenever you feel otherwise, remember that's the anxiety talking. You are still you and hold the power in every moment. Nothing can bring you peace but yourself. So for me, I definitely could relate to this and like before I was joking some I would joke around and be like oh my gosh like my memory is so bad but I don't necessarily think it's depression for me it could be I think for me it's definitely anxiety and anxiety can definitely mess with your memory and um I guess it probably could influence some depression as well so like it says just handling things with care and with peace uh, patience i'm sorry um could definitely be helpful you know and if those around you who know that you might be dealing with this just if they could handle you with care and patience but more so you know handle yourself with care and patience because you teach people how to treat you so don't forget that also and when you're like it says when you're feeling anxious remember that anxiety doesn't define you and it's just something that you have or you might be feeling and you're still you you still get to determine who you are and you have the power to be who you want to be nothing like it says nothing can bring you peace but yourself so just as much as you're recognizing that you might have be feeling anxious you can bring yourself to peace Um, by thinking of things that can make you feel um, more level-headed and just kind of grounding yourself. So uh, I'm going to read some information that I found online. It says about seasonal affective disorder, which is sad. I don't know if you've heard of that. So at this time of year, it's so much harder to be myself. So what is sad? or seasonal affective disorder. It's a type of depression that corresponds with the seasons. For most people, sad starts during the winter months and settles during summer and spring. Another type of sad occurs during the spring and early summer and settles during the fall. Seasonal affective disorder affects many people differently and at different levels. Sad commonly occurs for individuals who live farther from the equator because the farther you are from the equator, the less sunlight you receive during the winter months. Seasonal affective disorder isn't just the occasional winter blues. It is much more than that. So according to the Mayo Clinic, these are some of the common symptoms of seasonal affective disorder. So these, again, remember, pay attention to these could be in your family and friends or those around you that you're close to or in in yourself. So problem sleeping too much or too little, low energy and feeling sluggish no matter what, difficulty in concentrating, losing interest in activities, cravings, overeating, weight gain or losing appetite, feeling listless, sad or down. So some causes of seasonal affective disorder are lack of vitamin D, 
It says it's crucial to be exposed to vitamin D at all times because it helps boost serotonin levels. One major source of vitamin D is the sun and sorry, I lost my place. Is the sun and during the winter when there is less sun, it is likely that serotonin levels are lowered. This vitamin D deficiency cause a fluctu- causes a fluctuation in mood. So another cause of SAD is level of melatonin. Melatonin is a hormone that is, so- that is associated with your sleep. During the winter, the lack of sunlight can result in a larger amount of melatonin in your body, resulting in you feeling more drowsy, disrupting your sleep pattern and mood. And another, cha- another cause is change in biological clock the circadian rhythm circadian rhythm is a natural process that helps regulate your sleep cycle when the amount of sunlight is lowered your circadian rhythm is disrupted and as a result you may have trouble regulating your mood and sleep so you know obviously these things aren't necessarily things that we can control but you can control you know if if you're having a lack of vitamin d just making sure that you try to get out in the sun when it is out during the day even or just going out for a walk getting some cold air you know um to help with your mood and you know trying your best to have a good sleep pattern for yourself I don't know why I can't talk today I'm sorry (laughs) and um just trying to stay active as well so next thing it says Uh, sad in gen z how does it affect us as a result of social media and an increased amount of competition in school and the workplace generation z is the most vulnerable in terms of mental health according to the american psychological association stress in america report gen z is the the least likely to report very good or excellent mental health additionally the pandemic has exacerbated exacerbated my gosh exacerbated the mental health crisis within gen z this highlights the importance of taking mental health and seasonal affective disorder seriously so gen z just for those who don't know that's my brother gen z yes is born from 97 to 2012 so ages 10 to 25 so those are the kids who are college or in school and who have to well now they're back in school but you know they were you know in school at home during the pandemic so it's just those kids who are just not really living the the way we got to uh before the pandemic things are really different for them so like it says you know social media um increases the competition in school in the workplace and just you know impacts how they live so just checking in on those kids and young adults and making sure that they're good especially because they're least likely to report very good or excellent mental health they they actually report like bad mental health so I guess it's good that they're willing to report that 
you know, and, and not just brush off their emotions and how they're feeling. But also it's kind of alarming that a lot of them are least likely to report that they're doing well versus not doing well. So if you know anyone in that age range or generation, check in on them, make sure they're okay and um, that they're taking care of themselves. Things that you can do to mitigate stress and sad. Light therapy. Light therapy is a safe way to help mitigate seasonal affective disorder. Light therapy involves exposure to artificial light. With light therapy, individuals set, sit near a light therapy box, which gives off light that mimics natural sunlight. Light therapy is intended to mitigate sad symptoms by alleviating mood and sleep. Others include spending as much time outside as possible, take frequent breaks while working, spend less time on technology, and take time to unwind before you go to sleep. So like I said, the sunlight, you know, they actually have those like lights, those like sunlights, like <laughs> they're like fake You've, you've probably seen them before like on twitter or something like they're fake suns they're fake it's like a fake sunlight you can get in your house in your room or something um or like i said go outside take a break go for a walk get some air spend less time on your phone on the computer and also like before you go to sleep not necessarily being on your phone or computer just take time to read or just listen to music or chill or something before you go to sleep if people around you have sad what can you do you may notice your friends closing themselves off and expressing less emotion during certain seasons and times of the year, whether it be winter or others, and you may not understand why. Often it can be a display of sad symptoms which affect everyone differently. Take the time to understand how sad affects the people around you and let them know that you are there for them however they need you to be. It does not it does no good to impose yourself but ensure that they know you care about them. Make sure they feel comfortable in your presence by creating a safe space for them. So again, just being there, you know, you don't have to press them for it, but you can just bring it up to them. Say, hey, you know, I noticed that you're feeling, you've been, you know, are you, how are you doing? Are you feeling okay? Or do you need anything type of thing? You know, check in with them. Don't have to make them feel like they're a patient, but just, you know, from whatever relationship you have with them, whether you be a friend or a family member, just come to them in that way, make it general, but still letting them know that you're there for them. Okay, so that's one thing that I found and some other thing are, well, I'm sorry, before I go into the next thing, sad, I, again, I don't know if you've heard of it, um, but it's like it says a seasonal affective disorder can affect anyone at any age and it's something that you know it's not necessarily avoidable and you know but there's definitely ways to deal with it and to get through it and having someone that looks out for you and is checking in on you can definitely help with it and you know getting those people out to engage in exercise or going, like I said, going for a walk with them or just getting them involved in conversation. Because again, you can't really control the weather, um, but you can control yourself and, you know, help them understand what's going on with them and ways that they can, you know, try to lighten their mood or help themselves. So the next thing I want to talk about 
are subtle signs someone's depression is setting in that often go by unnoticed. So one thing is they've they've gone quiet all of a sudden. So usually, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a person who's always outgoing or always talking, but it's like, you, you, re- like, you know how you've ever had those times where it's like, hmm, I haven't heard from this person in a few days, or I haven't heard from them, or I haven't talked to them in a while. And they're usually someone that you check in with, or they check in with you quite often, or you have like some sort of a regular conversation or schedule of, of which when you guys are in communication and they're just not communicating they're just kind of off the radar in a sense so that's one could be one sign that someone's depression is setting in another is they've started giving short responses so they'll be responsive usually because sometimes they're recognizing that the depression is setting in but they might not want to alarm you or those in their lives so they might still respond but it's very short and very quick to the point not really no emotion behind it if that makes any sense and it's just they're not being their usual selves you know even if they aren't usually a a vibrant and um, outgoing person if they're usually there's usually probably usually emotion behind them when they're talking and now it's it's just it's a weird energy that you get that you understand that you just pick up on that they're not being their normal selves they're just being very short another is their communication is more foggy so they're forgetting things or losing track of the conversation like i've mentioned before um the memory you know definitely is affected because it's it's all these are all things in your brain, you know? So when things get foggy, it's easier to lose track of your conversation or just forget things. So if you are around someone who you notice is doing that more often, definitely check in with them to make sure that everything is okay because it could be a sign of depression. Uh, another example is their body language has become more protective so if you are around them their body language is just more like it says protective defensive they might like jump at the you know the thought of you touching them or they might not want to hug or be as close to people especially with covid going on i think that it could again it can kind of go unnoticed because people they might try to use COVID as an, as an excuse or you might automatically just assume oh this person doesn't want to hug or anything like that because of COVID whereas like it could be because of COVID but it also could be because of depression setting in and they're just protecting themselves they're too exhausted to do the little things so like it mentioned before just being overly exhausted and just very sluggish and having very low energy and they just don't almost don't want to do anything you know and little things could be things like self-care like taking like brushing their teeth washing their hair taking a shower or changing the sheets or leaving their bedroom things like that or eating um, whereas all of those things necessarily aren't little things, but they're just, I, I think I use those examples because those are things that we just do on a regular, most of us. So when 
those can be viewed as little things because it's just like it's everyday almost like ingrained in us to do so it's not something that you would necessarily think that you're you'd be too exhausted to do you know but when you are battling with depression those things can seem like really big things to do so it could be viewed as little things to those who are not actually dealing with the depression but for someone dealing with the depression that could be something that's a big thing to do so another example they've disengaged and are now distracting themselves with something like their phone so this can be at events or functions or just even with lunch or something like that it's just they they don't necessarily add any input to the conversation they kind of just distract themselves on the phone but they're not probably actually not really actually doing anything on their phone but it's just a, a way to uh cover up you know and not have to have a conversation because having the conversation could lead to them having to tap into the emotions that they have or whatever is bothering them or what's been on their mind and causing potentially the depression so if they don't want to expose that they might just distract themselves by being on the phone or doing something else to show like it's not going to be as out there to the point where people are going to be like what are you doing but they try to cover it up basically by being on the phone or going to the bathroom or something like that just to kind of give themselves a way to escape from what's going on around them they're less empathic or seem more cold. So they're just not really, like it says, they're not empathic. They're just not really emotionally available like that. Um, they're just kind of not affectionate. They're not trying to express any like happy or loving emotions. They're just kind of closed off and they're not really having that. They're not really having it. <laughs> they're um, they just, like I said, it seems cold, especially if that's not how they normally are. That's gonna be a very alarming red flag for, for those who might be dealing with depression. So yeah, like it says, please learn these and share to, to, to raise awareness. So these are not obviously the only things that you might see but these are just some examples some subtle examples of when someone's depression is settling in that can often go unnoticed because of what it it is that they're doing they can be it's subtle because these are things that don't necessarily have to always do with depression but they are some red flags and examples of what could happen to someone who might be dealing with depression or settling in or have depression settling in if that makes sense so i just wanted to share those things because like i said this is a time where sad is prominent and like it says it could be in that age range of the generation z which is between ages 10 and 25 but obviously more higher ages can be affected too but it's just something like to think about if you have younger brothers and sisters or nieces nephews uncle um whatever family members or friends or something well i mean yeah <laughs> I, I would hope that you don't have like 10 year old friends but if you're an adult but you know what i mean just 
anyone in your life who might be in that age range and also older, you know, like you have, especially those in in their 20s, 30s, whatever, any age, honestly, it doesn't discriminate who it can affect. But just wanted to put that out there um, because of the fact that it says Generation Z, which is 10 to 25, are the ones who seem to go the most unnoticed because um, they were younger and there's so many contributing factors into them potentially dealing with seasonal depression. So hopefully those tips and that, that information was helpful and you know if you resonated with any of those things that you might feel like that that you could be have that you have sad um like I said please reach out to your family and friends or your therapist if you have one or your doctor this might be a good time to get a therapist to discuss what's going on so that you can get professional help and a professional diagnosis they can you know do a psychological test for you to help you determine whether that is the case of what you have and then the steps that will be helpful to you moving forward after that so just wanted to share that with you all tonight and hopefully this was helpful and you know I'm going to see if there's a way for me to post the information that I um, just read off to you even if I have to put it in the story and um yes but hopefully like i said this was helpful hope you have a great start to your week we are moving into february so um the snow this weekend there was a blizzard here um depending on where you live you might have gotten some too and again like i said that's just a contributing factor because that just has people in the house on their own potentially if that's if that's how they live and less sunlight it's cold it's freezing and it just affects our moods even for those who don't have depression it could just really impact you mentally so imagine someone who does have depression how much more effective that could be on them and how much more of a burden it can be so check in on your family your friends and you know people in your lives and just make sure everyone's doing well I appreciate you guys listening to the Black Hippie Launch podcast, and I'm your host, Chanel. And like I always say, meditate, manifest, invest in you. Please, if you can, rate and review the podcast. Um, give it five stars and give me, leave me a comment about what you like about the podcast and things that you want me to potentially do with the podcast. So I have some interviews that I have scheduled coming up for the month of February. So I'm excited for that to dive into some other topics like relationships and stuff like that. Definitely want to do more of that this year. And also, like I always do, talk about like manifesting and things like that and mental health. So I have a a good little plan going here (laughs) and I'm definitely looking to collaborate more with people so please reach out if you would like to collaborate I also have I did I told you I had that interview that I did last week and it's released so you can definitely check it out on love thyself podcast and I have another um interview coming up 
I don't know when, but I'll let you know for another podcast. So uh, the Vibrant Souls. So I'm excited for that. And yes, so I hope that everyone, you know, takes care of themselves. Like I said, rate and review the podcast. I really appreciate it. And have a great week. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.